This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. following platforms apple podcast google play spotify tune in stitcher soundcloud and podbean just search just the two of us podcast follow us on social media on facebook just the two of us podcast or on twitter we can be found at jttou podcast or follow us individually. You can find Steven at Nipsey, N-I-P-S-E-Y. Or follow Tracy at Trayrific, T-R-A-Y-R-I-F-I-C. Welcome back, everyone. Hey. <laughs> Why every time I start the show off and like, hey, welcome back, you're like, hey. I don't know. Hey there, cool cat. <laughs> <laughs> every time. How you doing there, kid? I don't know. <laughs> it's makes me think of the, the Steve Buscemi sketch for like SNL and he's like playing the kid. Like, hey there, cool hey. kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey there, fellow kids. Yeah, Whatever. fellow kids. But anyway, uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is uh, episode two of our series of signature show recap where we take one specific show and we recap it all the way through the season and we're doing the watchmen and uh episode two of the watchmen is called marshall feats of, of comanche, comanche horsemanship, horsemanship. very that's, good that's so tough to remember because marshall feats it's a variation of the painting comanche no i don't know what are you talking about no it's not the, the painting is called no, it's not Marshall Feats. It's I don't know. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's based off of a, of a of a of a painting by hmm. George Catlin. It's like wait, did they show the painting in the? Yeah, they the show the painting in the okay. show. But so Stephen watched the episode twice. I only watched it once, so um, because, if I forget things because some of us like remember. prepare for shows over here. I, we do research. I watch it again yeah but you did but uh i got me a nice little recap online so yeah she got a recap and what we're gonna do now so okay yeah so let's let's give you guys a quick recap of what happened um in this episode and in case you didn't know spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet uh because this is a recap show these are all gonna be recap shows not review shows so essentially we know you've watched it and we're just gonna go over some things that we notice and you know, hope that you guys notice too. So, uh, in this episode, much like the first episode, it kind of starts off with a flashback in, in a sense to something that happened in the past. Episode one, uh, flashback to the, the Black Street, um, massive Black Wall Street massacre in Tulsa. And this one flashbacks to World War One. Uh, just before that, where you see a soldier um, who is, you turns out to be the father of um, Louis Gossett Jr.'s character, Will. Uh, he, they show him picking up a piece of German propaganda that uh, you know, t- tells the, the, the American soldiers, why are you here? Why are you fighting us? You know, mm-hmm. We're not your enemy. Mm-hmm. You go home to America and 
they the, basically treat you like crap. Right. They treat <laughs> you like crap. You don't have the same rights. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And things like that. And then the, the show cuts to the present day where Angela takes uh, Lou Gossett Jr.'s character, Will, uh, to her bakery that's never going to open, apparently. Uh, he tells her his name is Will. And, you know, she um, eventually figures out that he is Will because she goes to a... Um, she takes his DNA and she goes to uh, this museum. Uh, like, it's like a black museum mm-hmm. or, like, you know, civil rights or whatever. And she uses his DNA and gets a DNA test and it's confirmed that he is Will Reeves and he's a survivor of the Black Wall Street massacre. But he also is, surprise, her grandfather. Um, also in this episode, uh, the police round up several suspects from, uh, Nixonville. This is a little, like, trailer park town where people live, um, and give, I guess these people are, like, disciples of <laughs> Richard Nixon or whatever. <laughs> so weird. I know, it's so weird. It's like this statue of Richard Nixon just hanging out in front. <laughs> and they think that, you know, maybe the ca- some of the cavalry members live there, and they're the ones who killed, uh... Judd, the, the the chief of police of Tulsa Police Force. <clears throat> um, also, Will warns Angela of of Judd's duplicity, uh, thinking that Judd as you know, is more than Judd that meets the eye, and Angela doesn't really believe him. Um, so Angela goes to. I guess, investigate what's going on with Judd. So she goes to a gathering at the, at Judd's house, Judd's wife's house, and she discovers that there's a KKK robe up in Judd's closet. So she's like, what? What's this doing here in this, like, secret closet? So she takes the KKK robe back, and she leaves. She asks Will about the, the KKK robe. How did he know? And Will's like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he's just basically saying <laughs> everyone's got skeletons in their closet. Yeah, I, I he, didn't mean that literally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's what happens. She says that she's going to, like, you know, place him under arrest. And she so she takes him in the car. Because earlier he said, you know, she said, uh, you know, I'm going to put you under arrest. And he says, like, if you were going to do that, you, you would have done it already. And it doesn't matter because I would have been freed, he said, because he's got friends in high places. So then finally in the episode, <laughs> she decides that she's actually going to finally arrest him. She takes him out the wheelchair, picks him up, puts him in the car, and then a giant, like, magnet comes <laughs> down from the sky. Like, one of those magnets they have, like, at, you know, dumps at, like, yeah. auto dump, you know, wreckage places. Picks up the car with Will in it and just flies him away. I think the word you're looking for is junkyard. Junkyard, yes. <laughs> I cannot think of a word. I'm like auto dump place, wreck, wreck hall, park where there are like dead cars around. I don't know what what word I was looking for. Junkyard is a is a good one. Thank thank you for that. And she um. So she watches Will fly away uh, <laughs> on this car. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what else happened? So that was like the main A storyline mm-hmm. in, in, in a nutshell. And then the, the B storyline, we go back to uh, Jeremy Irons' character, which is credited as um, Lord of a Manor. And he's there again being creepy with his service, <laughs> Ms., uh, Mrs. Crookshanks and Mr. Phillips. 
and they're preparing, you know, they're doing a play for him that he wrote, I guess, that tells the story of Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And during the course of these scenes at this play that they're performing for him, you come to find out that they are actually clones. (laughs) (laughs) Which which is so weird. So there's multiple Mr. Phillips and there's multiple Mrs. Crookshanks. I read online that the, the, the play is actually the watchmaker, wait, the watchmaker's son is what they're actually performing. Okay. But where Dr. Manhattan comes into that, yeah, I don't get that. I, I don't know yeah. either. I mean, because once again, as to reiterate, we are two people who did not read the comic, nor did we see the movie. So we're going in completely blind, which I'm perfectly fine with, actually. Because mm-hmm. I, I like not having as much, you know, too much information because it helps me like kind of enjoy it in the moment. I mean, that's definitely something that helped with Game of Thrones. Right, where, right. You know, Game yeah. of Thrones where we didn't know anything about what was going to happen. So I didn't know that Ned Stark's head was going to get cut off. A little spoiler alert if you haven't seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> I didn't know about the Red Wedding. You know, yeah, we I didn't know it. about Joffrey. Like, I mean, there's just so much stuff. That I was like, <laughs> wow. So I, I like not knowing too much stuff. And essentially, that's, that's what happens with his storyline. I mean, once again, it takes, you know pretty much like the last 10 or 15 minutes of the episode and you still have no idea what's going on with the lord of the manor and mm, yes. these weird servants and you know so, tomatoes yeah. that grow on trees wherever he is so right so that's what happened in episode two so <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a lot but it also helped explain a few things as well it's so weird that when you just recap that, I didn't feel watching it that a lot was happening, but a lot did happen. No, I mean, and I've skipped over some things too because yeah, no. Uh, well, let's start. Well, let's go to the beginning. Like, okay. You know, let's go back to the World War One propaganda stuff. Okay. Which I thought was interesting because you know it it was and initially and I actually thought and I was mistaken when I first saw the scene. I thought it was World War Two, and I thought they were Nazis. It was Nazi propaganda. Mm-hmm. And then I was reminded that, oh no, actually this is World War One. And then like that's you know the boy, the little boy's father mm-hmm. before he comes back from, I mean, but before yeah, before he goes back to Tulsa or whatever mm-hmm. like that. And it was interesting because like that actually happened. Like though the the letter or the the flyer that was printed up printed in the in the show was the actual words that were used by the Nazi as propaganda to get the, the, the black soldiers to not fight, which, you know, they, to be quite honest, made a compelling argument. <laughs> like, yeah. like, why are you fighting for this country that is, you know, basically doesn't you know, give an F about you, you know? Mm. Like Big Sean, you know? <laughs> like, it, it, it just did not care about you at all. And, and I thought that was pretty interesting. And I think that perhaps that's something that uh, the soldier, which is Will's father, was, we still don't even know his name. I don't, I don't think yeah, I didn't look up what his name was. I mean, yeah. we just found out his name was Will this episode. But mm-hmm. um, I think something that his father probably brought back with him from the war. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably came back and it's like, he's probably super pro-black, <laughs> you know? Probably, or, yeah. you know, whatever the 1921 version of woke is. <laughs> whatever term they used back then. And I think he probably imparted that 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 ideology to his son. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, you can see where the son was watching the, the Bass Reeves 
film right. in the beginning of the first episode and watching this black man take down this corrupt white mm-hmm. sheriff. And, you know, that's, that's probably, and, and, and seeing like what happened in the massacre with all the white people killing them, the town and losing his parents and his family, he probably feels a certain way about white people, <laughs> you know, all that combined together. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, what did you think of that? Uh, specifically about the, the, the propaganda, the propaganda. And, and how it might play into, you know, Will's view of the world or his father's view, which he may have, you know. I mean, I, I personally can't even say, I, we don't know anything about his father. Um, you know, I mean, we can only make assumptions and I don't know if I can even, I, I mean, showing us that, I mean, I guess they're just going to keep probably showing us flashbacks and essentially piece together for the audience like what happened back then and like bits and pieces about you know will's father mm-hmm. uh and, and and will's family in general um yeah i assume i mean i'm assuming a lot here but i assume they're gonna piece together like what happened and what led up to the the massacre that that's all I'm assuming, and so with the propaganda, I mean, I don't know how that's gonna fit into the story. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Well, let me I, ask I you just a- took it for what it was. Like, okay, they're just showing us this piece, like, kind of like I almost kind of maybe took it too literally, and 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 just said to myself, oh, okay, so that was on the back of that note. That was the note that you know, like, <clears throat> watch over this. What was it? Watch over this boy. Well, yeah, that's but, another like, thing. Thank you for bringing that up. Because yeah. now it's like, because obviously he's he he's held on to that note for yeah, like ninety eight years, right, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that was the nineteen twenty one. So he's had on this ninety eight years. Mm-hmm. On one side, watch over this boy, and the other side, this Nazi that- propaganda about you know the white people in America don't care about you, they don't love you, they they don't mm-hmm. you know they they're just using you, they treat you like crap, you're doing all this dirty work for them. Right. So imagine him having that as the only remembrance of his family, right. of his, you know, of his uh, community growing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was on his own. I mean, he was yeah. like basically on his own. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably show more of like right. what happened when to he, him, um, like as he got older. As he got older. Yeah. So that's all he's got. So he's reading this probably over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like got that in his brain. And he's like probably like, yeah, man, F them, man, you know? I, I, I guess we can assume that. Like, I guess we can assume that. And yeah, and I assume like maybe some, but I assume maybe something will come in to play about his sibling. So, you know, the, the baby. Well, the baby know? wasn't his wasn't his right wasn't in his family i thought that was like his sibling and i is was it a girl or boy i can't i think it was a girl but i thought it was just another 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 child that somebody put on the okay possibly to escape because i remember because he was because he was in this in the movie theater by himself Mm -hmm. and then his mother was playing the piano and then his father comes in and says we got to go and he takes him and puts him in the car that was another child yeah i think it was just another child so it'll be interesting to see when that child comes if that child, like, what happened with that child? And right, exactly. Maybe that child is was impacted by that note. <laughs> Who knows? Because if he's had that note for so long, I don't know if that note was shared with 
that other child, right. you know, later on down the line. You know, I assume they, you know, probably kind of grew up together for some period of time. Yeah, you would think. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot more show to go. So yeah, we'll, so much, yeah. That stuff's going to... Well, not really a lot. It's only nine episodes, so we only got seven. We only got seven more, but I think... But a lot can happen, yeah. Yeah, I think they'll explain it. Mm-hmm. But another, like, flashback that I think that happened, well, I think, I mean, I'm not thinking it actually happened, was <laughs> we got to see what the White Knight was. Right, and, that was good. Yeah, interesting. And, and in the first episode, Angela t- talked about how, you know, she was a police mm-hmm. officer and, you know, a bunch of uh, cavalry cavalry members came and, you know, killed all these police officers, mm-hmm. attacked them in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve. Right. So now we get to see what actually happened with that with her. Right. And with her husband, her and her husband were, you know, Christmas Eve by themselves, waiting for Christmas to come and they're dancing and mm-hmm. you know just flirting with each other mm-hmm. and someone busts in in the room and attacks them mm-hmm. a guy with a shotgun and angela very resourcefully grabs a knife and goes stabby 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 on the guy <laughs> which was nice she got her stab on but then another there was a second cavalry guy who comes and shoots her right and then comes over her and points the gun at her and right before he gives her the kill shot the the you know the flashback ends, and you or that particular flashback ends, and you see her like waking up in the mm-hmm. hospital with Judd, the police chief, there, and mm-hmm. you know, they talk about how everyone was attacked and everyone quit the force, mm-hmm. and he says her husband's okay, he's been waiting for her. Mm-hmm. So my question is, and I'm, and this is quite purposeful, and I and I analyzed the scene again to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. What happened to her husband, Cal? Calvin for short, actually. Right. And we see what you did there. Regina King's husband <laughs> in the show is named Calvin, just like Calvin from 227. <laughs> we see what you did there. But in that scene, I'm asking you, what do you think? Because we thought it was just one one intruder, but right. it was actually two. The right. second one comes and shoots her. Right. And then right before, you know, he shoots he gives her the kill shot, you know, suddenly, you know, She's in the hospital, and he obviously never killed her. Right, and Cal is okay. And Cal's okay. Right. So what happened there? I'm thinking it was Judd. You thinking? You thinking Judd was the intruder, the second intruder? Second, yeah. Wow. You don't think so? Wow. No, I, the thought never crossed my mind. It immediately crossed my mind. Really? Mm-hmm. Why would you think it was him? Because she's alive. Yeah, but you mean, but but why would he shoot her and then not shoot her? If you he think had to her? shoot her to make it look, you know, if he's a double role here, if he, if 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 what I'm thinking is correct and he's playing a double role here, he's a part of the cal, you know, part of the good, part of the clan, the clan, the cavalry, and the police, and the police, <laughs> like cavalry. Well, whatever. Like, aren't they the same? The cavalry and the clan. Like, what? I mean, no, the cavalry are, we, are the ones that they wear the Rorschach masks. Well, yeah, okay, the clan but is like, like its own thing. The clan is the clan. The clan is still the clan. But maybe, but is the clan relevant in this world? Isn't it now? Well, that's like, the thing. Maybe it's, the, maybe not anymore. I mean, that's why yeah. you know he had he used to be clan, right? And that's why he has the. the or maybe his father was clan, maybe and his that's the, clan that role. That, that was, yeah, you don't know is it's, exactly. So. Anyway, we'll just say he's a part of the the K. He's, he's, <laughs> look, he's clan adjacent. He's clan. <laughs> so if what I'm thinking is true, if he's a part of both and he's playing this double kind of agent role sort of situation, I mean, you got, I mean, if you're rolling with the homies, 
going out killing all these cops and whatever. And, you know, you got to make it look good. You got to be like, oh, yeah, boom. Because they're going to ask. So he's in a, oh, so you said, but he. Like, he can't leave that house and be like, she, you know, what, what was he going to say to the other people? Like, did you kill, did you get them all? Like, you know, because we don't, if, if what I'm thinking is true and he's a part of the, like, Calvary or whatever. Maybe at that point he wasn't the leader, you know. Maybe he was, uh, or maybe he was a second in command or whatever. So I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe he's got to an answer to somebody. Maybe he's got to an answer to somebody. So, but you know, he was he still the police leave. chief. At, oh, he was a, he wasn't the chief at the time, but he was like the captain or whatever of the, of the police. He was in the police department. He was like captain right. or something. So he yeah, wasn't yeah, like the main he's up there. So you're yeah. thinking that he was a police officer who had decided to attack the other police officers as part of the white knight attack. And he, you know, as part of the Calvary. So he went under, you know, he went under, you know, put on the Rorschach mask and went in and attacked other police officers also. You think yeah, that's what like, he did? Yeah, like, I mean, here, it's two scenarios. He could be, like, undercover as a cop in the Klan. Or he could actually be a part of the Klan and he also is a police officer to kind of, like, you know, know what's going on. Because as a cop, obviously, you're going to know what they're planning in terms of trying to take down... The clan or the cavalry, I should here's say. The thing. If okay. he was really undercover, right? right? Okay, if he was undercover, as a police, the, as a, okay, as go a police for it. officer, undercover. Yeah. Why did he allow all these other cops to get killed? Well, he's just one person. But then he knew they knew what was happening. Why did he well, warn anybody? Well, that's true. Yes, So then that like cuts out that theory. Then he's a double person. Then he's a part of the clan. Then he's a really I, a part I of or the a, or the cavalry. I think it's a. Stretch to say that he is he was part of the cavalry. I don't know. I don't think so. At this point, I, think I mean, yo, so you're basing that just on seeing that clan robe, though. If you see that clan robe, so what else are we supposed to think? <laughs> exactly. No, but I'm telling you, the the clan is still separate from the cavalry, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's too. It's, it's all white supremacy. I, I don't think it's as clear cut as everyone thinks. Like, I think the show's being very clever. Like, because before. Okay. Angela had no reason to ever doubt her 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 captain, right? Okay, she was right. close to him, obviously. They right. had dinner together with the family, all that stuff. Right. And then now in episode two, she finds this clan robe and like she's like, Whoa, what's going on here? Like this this can't be the same guy that I'm thinking that, yeah. you know, I've spent all this time with. Yeah. And and I'm afraid that like, you know, people are gonna fall for that thinking like, Yep, that's right, Judge Shady. He was in the he's in the clan, like he was ratchet evil. Okay. I think they're setting us up for, like you said, maybe it's like maybe it's not his. Maybe it's something from his father. Maybe right. it's I don't something... think it, I don't think that was his actually. Right. So maybe really he's don't. never I think that in was the his clan. I think it's more like, you know, clan. something he keeps as a reminder of like he doesn't want that that you know, he 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 thinks that's bad. You know, like mm-hmm. kind of a, a reminder, like this isn't what the world's supposed to be and sure. I just want to keep this as a reminder. Right. And I'm not this person. This was my father. Something right. like that. So I'm thinking it's going to be some kind of turn like that where mm-hmm. people, the viewers, are assuming that he's actually in the clan and he's not actually in the clan. Mm-hmm. So now we take that aspect away because I don't think he's in the clan and mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's part of the cavalry. Like, I don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. I don't know who would happen there. At first, when I, when I watch it, the second time, I was thinking, is that Calvin? <laughs> you know? mm. I was thinking that we were like, what if Calvin like became like the because he was because she was like Calvin, get out of here, or she said something, yeah, and you didn't hear Calvin anymore for the rest of that. Like once right. they first came in, he like disappeared, yeah. And I'm thinking, what happened to Calvin? Like why, right. you know, why is she, she's running around and she's got shot and she's got the knives uh-huh. and and Calvin is nowhere to be found and then then all of a sudden this other second Rorschach person comes in and shoots her in the chest 
And I'm, I, at first I was thinking, maybe that was Calvin that did it. Because, like, maybe Calvin was the one he, like, put on the mask and shot her and then couldn't bring himself to finish the job. Because remember, he kept looking, like, he kept looking at the clock. And he was, and she was saying, you know, it's not midnight. You know, it's like, it's mm. not Christmas yet. And, yeah. you know, you can't open your present. And he was like, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's almost mm. midnight. And that's when the, the mm. attack happened. It mm. happened, like, right at midnight. And, mm. and That would like, be quite a twist. I know. But then, but in looking at the scene again and watching it, the person who shot her, the the second guy that came in, he wasn't wearing the same clothes that Calvin did. And, I, and it looked like his arm was white like okay. a white skin okay so i'm thinking it wasn't him but okay. it was something i did think about because it's kind of odd like he yeah he, disappeared, he, was at the, he, was he disappeared he's looking at the and... clock and it's like maybe he but then also just you know meeting that out you know to trying to figure out you know the logical progression of that then you know i have to ask myself why would he do it you know what i'm saying so like it's also like right. i don't have an explanation for why cal would do it there's no there's yeah. no explanation of it, so. Well, if you go with what the um, comic says about uh, Rorschach. Rorschach, yeah. Like, that's such a weird word to say for me. Um, you know, in the comic, it's not necessarily clear that it was, uh, you know, a white supremacy group. Well, yeah. Or think... like white, not white wing, <laughs> right wing conservative, right? It, that was kind of their the the um yeah. path i guess you could say of where you know he his mindset was so kind of like that so if you go with that point of view it is possible that maybe still my theory of that being that was judd because maybe when that happened the group wasn't quite so so maybe white supremacy focused but just these you know, right wing, very conservative people that felt like, hey, the police got too much power or something like that. Because that was also in the comic, too. That's kind of like what Rorschach thought. It was kind of like this, um, the government having too much power sort of thing. You know how the conservatives are. Small government, like, you know, kind of going towards that. So maybe back when that happened, because we don't have a time frame or do we? Do we know how long ago the White Knight happened? I'm not sure if they actually explained how many years it in, ago? The, in the show, but Wikipedia says it was 2016. Hmm. So it was only three years. So it wasn't prior, very long ago, according to Wikipedia. So maybe maybe it was mentioned offhand in the show, and that's what. I know. mean, this is all such a stretch. We have no idea. We're just, I'm just just spinning off the dome. But I do find it really interesting that uh, you know why wasn't she killed, and why didn't they kill Cal? Because I would think that if that wasn't Judd, Cal should have been dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, unless like Cal just ran like, out the house or something, but we don't know about possible. it. That could be possible. He ran away. It's so weird. But then Judd knew that he was safe. So he didn't run away. Judd knew he was safe. So basically at this I don't point, know. we've like, narrowed it down to two suspects, Cal or Judd. <laughs> Which and, are, and probably either, neither. It, it's probably neither. It's, right. It's probably not even that that even right. that complicated. It could have just been... Just somebody who, what, took pity? Yeah, or, yeah. Maybe, or maybe well, it was... Well, maybe we'll find out that it was just a regular person. And then maybe they'll just show more flashbacks and see that Cal actually saved the day. Like he came and knocked the guy in the head or something and... Right. But which is weird because like the way Judd was talking to Angela in the hospital, mm-hmm. he was talking to her as if there was only one intruder. 
Because he said, you know, he said, like, yeah, you got him good with the knife. Yeah. You know, he didn't mention the other guy. And she didn't and mention she didn't either. She well, didn't she either. probably didn't remember. Maybe. I, I, I think she may remember, but she, you know, at that point, she really wasn't going to talk about it. Like, you know, it's like everything's so fresh and yeah, new. Yeah, she, yeah. But she, because maybe she, I don't know, maybe she thinks something was Just the was way off. he was telling it, too. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I know it's an obvious choice. It's too, so... You don't ever want to overthink it and think that, like, I don't know. But you, I think that in this case, it might be the obvious case. It might be Judd. That's why I know it's, like, uh, it's too easy. You don't want to overthink it. But, like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where they're leading us to. I don't know where they're, I don't know. Again, it could be that he was undercover. Maybe he was undercover and he had to make sure she was injured because he could have killed her. If he's a cop, he could have killed her. Think but about he, that. Like, if he, was a co- if he was a cop, he could have killed her. So, then, so maybe... But so he comes up, so he shoots her, knocks her down. He Then he walks up to her, stands over her, points the gun at her head. Did, wait, did he point the gun at her head? Yeah. You I think he pointed the gun at her. because she thought. She I thought he just stood over her. Well, so. I don't know, maybe. But And then he just turned around and walked away. Like, and then... That, that, Cal didn't say anything. Like, oh, that guy just... Like, why didn't Cal... Like, because here's another thing. Like, Judd, mm-hmm. like, the cow not know there's a second guy. Like, where's Cow during all this? Because, you know, Judd well, still no, talked as if there's only one. Well, no, there was another guy because she told him a long time to go to run away, to get out of here. Okay. While she was fighting the other guy. So he wouldn't have known if he legit, like, ran out the door while she was fighting like, another guy. What kind of man is that? What kind of man would I be? So maybe people were in on it? Was it Cal and Judd? So now we're getting to oh, they're working together. Oh my gosh, this is getting too deep. <laughs> like I can I want to. I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, <laughs> we don't know. We're just making up stuff. But another thing that came out of this whole White Knight thing mm-hmm. and the flashback is now we find out where those kids came from. Now we find. Yeah, I'm glad that we know. I mean, I had like, that suspicion in the first episode when she said, you know, Angela said her her partner was killed. Mm, um, I, see, I missed that in the first. Yeah, she said that, and I was thinking, okay, maybe those are her partner's kids, but mm-hmm. it still wasn't clear at that point. Yeah. But now it's pretty clear, yeah. like the kids are her partner's kids, and she uh, adopted them because her partner and his wife were killed. Right. Um, during the White Knight, so she she's got these kids That's and. Yeah, she, she's she's okay. taking care of the the kids herself, so that that really explains that. Right. Um, what else happened? Um, what was interesting? Oh yeah, like the kid, the older kid, Topher. Mm-hmm. She you know broke the news to Topher that like Uncle 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 Judd is dead, and he like at first he looked at her, he's kind of shocked, and then like he took a beat, was like, wow. And then he was like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because yeah. he's like, I guess he's just seen, you know, like so much death in a way that he's kind of like, eh, you know. That, that, well, you know. And he was like, he's not my real uncle. Anyway, yeah, he's not so. my real uncle. And then obviously, you know, Angela's character, because of the White Knight, and she's mentioned something about what happened to her parents. She, you yeah, know, so that was like, interesting. Yeah, like, you what and me, no, yeah, then life isn't like Lottie Pops and rainbows, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the stuff people do to make themselves feel better. We both know that it's like black and white, mm-hmm. and well, that was interesting. So now mm-hmm. we get to, you know, obviously hope they're gonna explain more what happened to her parents because. <laughs> We have yeah. to find out, like her will is her grandfather, so we have to know like right. what's what this happened? lineage, what's going right. on there, you know. 
and uh, that was interesting as well. Did you notice the newsstand? Like that for the split, so, you know, when they showed my man, I said Bunny Colvin, but you haven't seen that episode of the season of Wire yet. But <laughs> Dennis, uh, Ricky Jarrett's father from Ballers, yes. <laughs> and put in context, you understand, Dennis <laughs> was running that newsstand, right? And it was interesting, like the newsstand, first of all, that is 2019 and Vibe is still published, <laughs> right? Yeah, Vibe is still on newsstands, it's interesting. Uh-huh. And and there was newspapers and other magazines, and it was just, and people were coming to get newspapers and magazines. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. See, in twenty nineteen, the the publishing industry actually is still going strong. Yeah, and that's interesting. Like because it, it seems like this, it, it's very interesting. This world, it's, it's supposed to be 2019, 21st yeah. century, but then there are certain things like newspapers are still a, a thing. And then, but there's no cell phones. Right. I was just going to say, we don't see cell phones, do we? But there's beepers, you know? Who had a beeper? She had a beeper. Really? And then I first, really missed some stuff. Yeah, she, maybe she got like a, like, she got a page, like, I think she got a page, um, Oh, you're right. Yeah, when, the first uh, episode. Call, yeah. Like, she got the page, and right. then she, like, called. You know, I'm just so used to people having cell phones i didn't even it didn't even dawn on me yeah nobody has a cell phone you that know she didn't have a cell phone and she didn't look at herself wow so it's like it's like an interesting world i wonder what that means like is it because of, i don't think it's a lack of, of technological advancement because they're able to take dna tests uh, at museums at museums at, at, at computerized kiosks yeah exactly so i don't think it's a technological thing maybe it's more of a legislative thing where because robert no. redford's been president for 30 years <laughs> <laughs> it maybe it's more of a, you know, we don't want to advance too far because I think because if you think about mm. in the in the Watchmen, you know, and reading the research, what happened in the Watchmen comic and movie was this whole you know Cold War. The U.S. Mm-hmm. and Soviet was about to like launch nuclear bombs at each other, mm-hmm. and Ozymandias, you know, tried to stop it by having this fake squid attack. So maybe because of like advancing technology and, and weaponry almost brought us to the brink of like a nuclear war mm-hmm. maybe they decided we're going to slow down on this technology thing maybe and maybe that's why there hasn't been advancements in the way of cell but phones yet for some reason like there's squid rain yeah uh, <laughs> like, what's up I, with that i don't know how that's going to be explained yeah but um like every now and then we have to move this big squid bubble around the u.s and it just rains squids Mm, that's, uh, that sounds so nasty. Yeah, and it looks nasty. But um, what else is there? Um, um, well, I was uh reading a little recap, and so the theme that they picked out for this episode was that it was all about inherent inheritance. So finding out, like, you know, Angela is, you know. Like, you know, Will's, you know, and a descendant of the, the massacre. And you kind of figure that she's going to inherit some money, right? Like some redforations, I guess. Redfordations. Redfordation. I can't say that. Um, right? So 
Because people assume that she has money from that, but she doesn't. That she has made no. There's been no yeah, concrete I, information that she has well, well, been using that for her bakery, like my, this money. But I think Red right. Fredations in general wasn't just the the Tulsa massacre. Okay, because because it's, it a, it's just a, in general, right? Yeah, I like think Red Fredations okay. is just reparations for, for the social the injustice that stuff, black people that, have experienced gotcha. in the country generally. Okay. I mean, but, she gets additional money. Yeah, so now, year. like, right <laughs> now, so that's, like, that. And then what is she saying? How significant to? is it, though? Like, I don't think that's, like, I don't know. I don't think that's going to play too much into the show. I don't know. But I'm just saying that that was something that the theme that was picked up on this blog. Um, yeah, so just the things that people inherited. Um, you know, like, you can look at Judd. Like, what did he inherit then from his father? Because... Yeah, clearly there's something there with that and this clan robe <laughs> that was found, um, you know, and kind of like she she kind of, if you want to say it, inherited her partner's kids, you know, like you don't really say you inherited people's kids, but right. <laughs> she, she has these kids now. Right. You know, um, what else? So, yeah, like that was just some theme. I don't know if you wanted to. If there's anything you wanted to talk about in in reference to, you know, the inherited. No, no. I mean, I don't quite Aspects. see. It. I, I don't yeah. quite see it yet. Um, I mean, maybe that comes into play. Uh, I I just never mm-hmm. thought of like the the uh, the the inheritance for the Wall Wall Street Black Wall Street massacre. I don't. I mm-hmm. never, that thought never crossed my mind. So yeah. I don't. I don't know how much that will play into this uh this show yeah but um one thing we haven't really talked about as I mean, we talked a little bit about it but the um so the whole jeremy irons thing so yeah that it, it's it's interesting because it's, it's still it's like it's two different shows it's like yeah the first 45 40 to 45 minutes is angela and tulsa and what's going on there and the last 10 to 15 minutes is Jeremy Irons at this manor <laughs> yeah. or castle or whatever right. with him and his servants. And like, and, how was he making these clones? How did he make these clones? Yeah, it's weird. Like, it, like where is he? Is this actually, is it Earth? Is he actually somewhere like in mm-hmm. Scottish mm-hmm. countryside or something? Or is, or is this something that's in his head is he mm. in a virtual reality simulator mm. like what's what's going yeah, what on there what's going on it's so weird because in this wherever he is tomatoes apparently grow on trees and i did not know that tomatoes grew on trees it doesn't seem like that's something that happens in real life right so i don't know what to make of that uh in the recap that i read they did not know what to make of it either <laughs> it was like where is this going i mean if he's like actually like a like a scientist or whatever he is. I mean, maybe that's like another like experiment he's doing. Like experiment he's he's making tomatoes grow on trees. He's making clones. You know, maybe that's what it is. Well, you know, he's credited as one of the Watchmen, right? So I didn't read into that character, right? So maybe I'll read into that character and that will give some insight. But I also kind of don't want to really spoil it. But then they're also doing different things with this. You know, with this. Uh, series so i yeah maybe i'll just read anyway because it's like might as well <laughs> so yeah so we'll, we'll see and another watchman character will be appearing soon 
that's a was that a scoop from you? That's a scoop from me. Breaking news. <laughs> another Breaking. Watchmen character will appear soon. <laughs> um what's interesting is um I cheated and read ahead. Okay. I didn't read ahead. Well, Saw I mean, you're, you're anybody can see the you're cre- a grown woman. You Any, make your own decisions, and anybody can go online and see stuff. So I don't. See, but I'm I don't, not gonna say anything. Yeah, I, I as I, as I go on a little tangent. See, I don't like to do stuff like that anymore. Yeah, like yeah. years ago, for many years, like I used to be someone who just would consume like all information about stuff I'm interested yeah. in. So I would read the articles leading up to movies and TV shows yeah, I remember. and interviews. You used to do that a lot. I did it all and the I'm time. And I'm like, you like spoil it for yourself. I, I know it, but it didn't <laughs> used to be bad. Like it used to be yeah. like it still built anticipation for me. Yeah. But now it's gotten to the point where I feel as though I am getting spoiled, not only yeah. just by specific plot points or what's going on mm-hmm. and themes and narratives, but it's kind of like I'm getting spoiled by mm-hmm. people's own perceptions and opinions of whatever right. it is, you know? Yeah. So it's like, so I try to now, I, I try not to read ahead on stuff mm-hmm. and basically all I go on is like whatever trailer or commercial is released and I just watch it. Then Then after I've watched it, you know, I'll go back and I read reviews and, and and analysis and other little articles and features on whatever it is I'm yeah. watching. But it's after the fact because you know stuff gets spoiled, especially in this day yeah. and age. Like, I mean, one thing I did like, and and I I, I readily admit it, I I like Westworld. Yeah. I mean, it's not the perfect show, but I use this as an example of the first season of Westworld. Like, I really liked watching it, but then. You know, I would read people's comments on it, and it seemed like people were, was just all consumed with trying to figure out what the mystery of mm-hmm. of Westworld was was in season one, and they were doing right. all this. You know, if you see this scene and this scene, and you see what's going on here and like in this scene, and they were just consumed with trying to figure it out, and it kind of ruined the the show for me in a yeah. sense because then, like, when the show actually played out in a certain way, it's kind of like. You know, all these people then talked about how bad the show was. Because, right, because it didn't play out the way they wanted it to. Or, or it played out exactly how they wanted it to. And they were just like, well, see, that's what I want. Like, that's what I expected. Like, <laughs> why can't you just enjoy it? Why are you trying to, like, figure out all what's going on in the right. show to that level of detail? And plus, it's not like the the creators of that show, you know, like, what, Lisa Joy and, and um, uh, what's his face? Christopher Nolan's brother, I can't remember his name, John Nolan, whatever his name is, Jonah Nolan. It's not like they said, hey, we want you to go watch this show and try to figure out all these (laughs) mysteries. No, they just created a show and put it out there. And then I just hated that there was just so much talk about that. And it kind of ruined the show for me in a way. So, right. And I just use it as, a, as an example of it. So now I kind of like, you know what? I don't read what other people say about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch the show. So I'm not going to, you know, really read ahead on Watchmen. And I, yeah. and I think I'm enjoying it more not knowing the backstory. I don't know. I don't need to know what happened in the comics. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the so and I think the show is also written in that way as well. Because obviously there's a lot of stuff that's like unexplainable. Like we're like, yeah. what's going on here? Because we're Yeah, why we are these read squids the, falling? Why are these the squids sky? falling, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't also I'm the type of person I don't think everything has to be explained. Yeah, either. you're right. You're you don't right. have to explain everything in in the in the universe of a show. You have a show and you set it in this fictional universe of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You don't have to explain every little thing that happens. You know, it's like you know, it's like watching like Star Trek, and it's like you don't have to explain like, well, 
how, where do these transporters come from? Why, why do they have transporters? Like, you don't have to really explain it. Like, just accept the fact, like, oh, they use these transporters to get down to the planet. Yeah. Back and forth. That's, that's all you need. You don't need the real explanation of why. And, and I'm fine with that for the Watchmen. Like, I don't need them to explain everything that's going on. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I just accept it as part of that world. Yeah, it's like, if some weird stuff happens, let the weird stuff happen and just enjoy it. And maybe they'll explain it, maybe they won't. But that was, uh, as you were saying that, I just kept thinking, message, because that's like the message for life. You know what I mean? Hmm. That's, we don't know why things happen the way they happen in our lives. Yeah. In the world. So, you know, TV can reflect that also, you know, like, why do we have to know? But maybe so so many people are bent on learning what happened or wanting to know what happens because in our real lives, we... We don't know, <laughs> so they want to c- have some control. Yeah, people want some control and, and know what's <laughs> you know? going on, maybe. But yeah, you're right. Just enjoy it. I personally just wanted to read a little bit, and I haven't read a lot. I just wanted to read a little bit, and I kind of actually came across like the next Watchmen who's going to be in it. I mean, mm-hmm. we've already seen the person in the previews, so um, yeah, I just I was like, oh, oh, okay, cool. But, yeah, for me personally, when it comes to anything that's comic book related, like, you know, we've watched and reviewed and talked about a lot of all the Avengers movies and stuff like that. I just like to kind of read up on stuff just to kind of understand the world and why things in the, you know, movies happen or what, what, what certain things mean. And I typically do read things after i've seen a movie i typically don't read beforehand but this was so you know like i like we said we have not watched the the movie and we've done you know not watched the comics so i just kind of wanted to see like where was this coming from because i did see something like this is supposed to be like a sequel to the movie so i was like well what the heck happened in the movie because i didn't watch that but this is not even I don't know why they said that. Like, this yeah, is not even like a sequel. Yeah, it's very it's loosely. Like... <laughs> based. Like, I, I mean, I think I said in the last podcast. I can't remember why I read that, but yeah. It, it's just like how the Fargo television series isn't like a sequel to Fargo the movie. Right. It's more like a um, a show that's set in that world and has some yeah. same some of the same sensibilities. Yeah. But it's not the same. Like, cause right. like the Fargo television show takes place, like each season takes place in a different like time period. Right. And it ha- and it is not necessarily directly related to the Fargo movie with like Francis McDormand and William H. Macy. So this is like the same way. It's like it's set 30 years after the, the movie mm-hmm. and it has a lot of the elements and some of the same sensibility, but it's not like a straight like sequel sequel where we're going to follow the exact same plot threads that happened in the last movie and have some of the same characters it's not it's not the same way like that yeah um but one thing that that is interesting though uh on a more lighthearted note is tom meissen yeah, who uh, who plays Ichabod. Mr. Phillips? He's also he's also Ichabod Crane in the Sleepy Hollow show on Fox that Fox ruined after the first season. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I would just say that he looks very different without his beard. I know his, his Ichabod and his, beard. And his hair is short, and his hair is a lot shorter. Yeah, and I can say beards do wonders on some people. Not that he's an unattractive man, it but really he filled out his. His face. His face. Yeah. His head. You know, his head looks so long, like not long, like narrow. And I, that's why I did not recognize him at all. And even once we realized this is him yeah. and looking at this next episode, like I'm him. like, 
is that him? <laughs> he don't look so different. So yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean that was interesting just seeing him like wow like yeah. but, I, but I think his role is going to get bigger in the show like Mister Mister Phillips I think they're they're mm. really gonna I mean even though it's only like ten minutes here fifteen minutes there I think as the show goes on for the next few episodes I think they're gonna do a little bit more with those mm-hmm. those scenes at the at the manor yeah I think so yeah and give us a little bit more insight into what weirdness is going on there I mean for sure because if he is if uh, what's his face. Uh, Jeremy Irons is indeed an actual watchman, then he definitely is going to play if he's one of the original watchmen, as I found. He definitely will be playing a much bigger role. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I think at some point, these two divergent storylines will have to come together at some point. Right. Yeah, you assume so because it doesn't make sense to just have two separate storylines. You know, it's be like quite they, interesting. And never, you've never seen a show like that before to have two separate storylines. Well, no, but they're like, going to come together. I mean, just yeah. even like, uh, you know, Game of Thrones. Like they would have the King's Landing yeah. scenes, and then they would have like, you know, the the North of the Wall or Winterfell yeah. scenes, and then like. Eventually, those those two stories King come together, together. You know, even though and eventually we get Daenerys over there. Yeah. Right. Just Daenerys over there. <laughs> yeah, you know, Daenerys and the dragons. Just over there, chilling with her dragons. She's over there, and she eventually comes over, you know. And speaking of fire, like the fire that the dragons shoot out, yes. can I give a shout-out to Trent <laughs> Reznor and, like, the music on the show? Like, that's what I mean, dang it. It's like, yeah, it is awesome. boy. Like, it, whenever it, it, they show. I love show, good music, man. Whenever Angela does something. Yeah. Like, when, when she first, like, suited up, it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like that Nine Inch Nails music. And then, like, when she, you know, when she faked, you know, getting sick and fainting. Yeah, to go and at, it's Like, she puts on the little goggles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Trent Reznor is like bringing that fire, fire that fire to the Watchmen. That was like awesome, man. Yeah. So that's that one thing dope. that's that that's that's pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. the music he's doing for that. I, I look forward to, to yeah hearing to more hear more of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else is there? Um, um, at some point, I mean, we don't have to do this episode, but maybe start talking about some of the other characters. Uh, Red Scare, Looking Glass. Um, Panda. There's not much to say about Panda, but maybe <laughs> looking at some of the panda, other characters. <laughs> talking about the other characters and see what we kind of think of them. Because we kind of have, we've kind of peeked a little bit into Looking Glass's life as we see now that he eats with that mask on. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's me. He's that's, like, he, he lives that mask life. He lives life. that life. <laughs> he does live that mask life. And I'm kind of scared to know what's under there. I'm like, yo, he at home. He's like, I'm eating. not taking, exactly. What? He's yeah, I don't know. Sitting there eating his TV so, dinner, watching television. <laughs> so we're going to have to like maybe get into that. Oh, yeah. Time. So watching television, like the American Hero Story. Which was oh, about, right. Like, we didn't talk the, about the that. The hooded yes. justice guy. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, Topher was like, can I watch TV? So, he's wa- he, you know, he's wa- they show him watching the television show with Cal. Mm-hmm. And 
has like the longest parental advisory like ever. It's ever. Like, this this you know like this show may contain you know racism, bigotry, misogyny, ultra violence, <laughs> you know sexual situations, nudity. It was like right. all this stuff. And if like you have a sensitivity to this, like you know don't watch it or something. I'm like dog. Like what's gonna happen in this show? Well, we saw. Yeah, it was a hyper real, hyper realistic. Violent show of like the hooded justice, you know, beating up some thugs in a in a five and dime type store, and yo, he just f this guy, dude, this guy's head up. Like he I grabs mean, the dude, yeah, and like puts it, like just keeps slamming right, it on the I'm counter. Like, oh then he gosh. picks up the the cash register. <laughs> I was and like, then yo, crushes his head with it. He's dead already. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like the Simpsons <laughs> meme. Like stop it, stop it. He's already dead. Um. But it's like, and it was one of those old cash registers. Like, I know. It was like metal. It wasn't like, <laughs> like a plastic one. Right. I'm like, yo, like what? What are they trying to say with this hooded justice show? Because that was really, really violent. And, yeah. And very stylized. I don't know. Action and like, people have said, as we've said many times before, we didn't see the movie, but people have said the 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 Watchmen movie was kind of like that and how it was shot. Mm. So they're thinking maybe the Hooded Justice, the way the show was shot uh, for the American Hero story, mm-hmm. the show within a show, that it was shot to be reminiscent of the of the Watchmen film. Got it. Which would which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well that was and that was that was something else. And and that was kind of interesting. I'm wondering like are they going to show that again like where does this this american hero story come from like is that mm-hmm. are they going is it going to be like an insecure when we had do north and they <laughs> yeah. kept showing like the scenes from that slave show <laughs> every right. episode of insecure are they going to show american hero story episodes right um in every episode of Watchmen? who knows yeah so hmm what else you got? Is that, is that all we got for that's, this week? That's all I think I've got for this week. Yes. Yeah, I think we I think we covered a lot. Yeah. Um, very very interesting. Um, yeah. If you guys want to join in the conversation, be sure to tweet at us and you know let us know what you guys think of episode two of The Watchmen. Uh, do you agree with anything you have to say? Also, feel free to. Join our Facebook group, Just the Two of Us podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can make comments there to talk about the show or talk about any other entertainment topics, anything else mm-hmm. uh, that we've talked about in the past. And once again, you can find us and the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We're on Spotify now. You can find us on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. All of those. All of them podcasting places we are there we are there and please leave reviews yes when you when you get a chance we take a listen we, we, we appreciate it we appreciate you so <laughs> please leave uh, reviews for us yes please do all right well that's it for this week and we'll see you uh next week with a new episode as we take on episode three of the watchman thanks so much for listening bye bye